Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Adam Robinson. Adam has never been afraid to shake things up. He's a serial entrepreneur and a wizard of high ROI marketing strategies. As the CEO of Retention.com, he's meddling his iconoclastic style and groundbreaking identity resolution technology to solve the number one problem marketers and e-commerce brands face today growing, engaging, and reactivating their first-party databases. So in this episode, Adam explains his philosophy on creating e-marketing campaigns that bolster brand, loyalty, drive sales, and delight customers. It's going to be a really interesting discussion today. Adam, I'm so pleased to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, thanks. I'm happy to be here. I've already learned so much, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So we were talking in the pre-show about different ways to go live and to make things happen and get the good word out. So, you know, I'm always happy to pay things forward. I think that the live thing is is quite cool. You know, there's just something very uh, real about it, tangible or like whatever. I don't know. Um, One of the coolest things I found about going live, and I was nervous AF about going live, right? Because, I, you know, I used to stutter in high school. I was like, what business do I have, you know, getting up and performing live in front of all these people? But you know something, you're right. It is authentic. It brings it right there. And I find that people enjoy it a lot more. So I'm all in on the platform and I'm sure you're going to be as well. I am. I'm literally going to start doing this. Can I ask you one more question about being live before we hop in the Of course. Do you try to do it the same time every day or do you think that matters? I don't think that matters. I think within, yeah. you know, like, uh, so mine is mostly a US centric show. Yeah. And it just, so I try to do it like during the day, like I Usually won't do one, you know, like with Australians at 9 p.m. at right. night because like I'm not at my best, mm-hmm. you know, th- uh, things like yep. that. But gotcha. other than that, I don't think it does because first of all, you go live when you go live. And second of all, the live recording lives in your feed. So you can right. always refer back to it. So yeah, there are a I lot gotcha. of great benefits. So great. So cool. Let's get, so, out, let's get to it. <laughs> let's get to it, man. Adam, tell us a little bit about who you are and why you are so amazing. Well, I'm blushing. I, my name is Adam Robinson. I am the founder and CEO of retention.com. We, it's a great, a really incredible product, which I will explain and I'm sure you will agree with me. And before that, this is my second startup. I started an, an email marketing company called Robley Email Marketing. It was a, kind of like a MailChimp. I sold it to private equity in 2021. Before that, I traded credit default swaps at Lehman Brothers, the now defunct investment bank for 10 years. There's a movie called The Big Short, which tells you exactly what that life was like. So yeah, done a lot of stuff, but and I've learned from it all. And today, it's finally working really, really well. <laughs> 
I love it. You know, one of the cool things about email marketing in general, and I, I'm a big evangelist of this, is that emails are the only platform that you truly own. Everything else is borrowed, right? So you can be an ace on Facebook, you can be an ace on uh, YouTube, TikTok, wherever it is, but you can also be kicked off in a New York second and you can lose everything, all your prestige. So as soon as you get that email address, then it's portable, you can market to them, you can remarket to them, you can, uh, you know, sort of move them around from platform to platform. And as long as you are, you are creating and giving them compelling content, email is definitely going to be your most valuable asset above all of your likes, all of your followers, and all of those other people that know and love you. So I'm really big on that. Uh, Adam, tell us a little bit about what retention marketing is and why it's so important. Because basically you're working, you know, in a fairly specific niche with a really focused sphere on how to create engagement on email. Tell us a little bit about what that's like. So I think retention marketing can have a lot of different definitions. For what we do, a part of retention marketing that has to do with, let's call it customer recapture. There's a lot of leakage going on from anonymous site visitors hitting your site, not filling out a form and bouncing. What retention.com does is, like you just said, took the words out of my mouth, email, SMS, these are owned audiences. Every other audience you're borrowing, right? If you're good at capturing emails, you might convert three, maybe 4% of your site to an email address. That's if you're like the best in the world, world-class. You spent millions of dollars on it, you might get up to five. Our technology can capture north of 40% of all US traffic and resolve it to a deliverable email address and give it to you so that you can start marketing to these people and you will own it forever. I still can't believe it. <laughs> it's so much better than like the, the other way that you would do this. It is dumbfounding. And it's, um, so being able to do that to that level, you know, increasing your rates from at top 5% to over 40%. I mean, that is literally, you know, a next, le- a next level weapon. <laughs> no, it, it, it's literally amazing. Like right. it's, it's, it's magic. Like it's, it's incredible that it can do that and that it doesn't, that it works. So without going too much into the weeds or the technicalities of it, what are some of the ways that you're able to match this, right? Because some of the obvious points would be, you know, like location, some other meta information, like their IP address that they're coming from, you know, maybe cross-referencing, you know, like the origin and trying to match up a Facebook username, for example. What other types of data points out there that could help in bringing all of this information together? The big one is cookie pools. Okay. So to a layman, that means there are publisher networks out there that need to track people across websites so that targeted ads can be sent to them. They are running these identity networks in order to do that. We are a part of these networks and we're taking identifiers on these anonymous people and we are basically triangulating them to a person in the real world, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes total sense because basically, you know, like we are leaving these crumbs all over the place. Every time we jump from the CNN site to, you know, to eBay, to some other e-commerce site, we are leaving a trail of everything that people can actually read. And, you know, privacy issues aside, right, we generally want this 
kind of technology to exist, right? I mean, imagine if you opened up your phone and it didn't know where you are, right? If your phone doesn't know where you are, then it can't really produce a map in order to give you directions to go to the next spot, right? So, you know, a lot of these big companies, you know, like Google and Facebook, they're using all of this meta information also to try to paint a picture and be more useful to you, right? What would you say to some of the people that like would get freaked out now by what you're talking about? Like, yeah, we're able to triangulate your information and we'll figure out who you are eventually, right? There's got to be a little bit of static in there, no? So I think that this is my personal view. I think that you articulated it well. What the walled gardens, Facebook, Google, and Amazon, like, like these companies know you better than you know yourself. And they use that information against you in order to change your behavior so that you will buy something. In my opinion, that's neither good or bad. It just is. And we live in a world where we are dependent on technology that is unbelievably invasive. It's not as, I think the description of what I do is maybe a little more, I don't even know what the right word is. It's, it's a little more vividly, I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like, I believe that these walled gardens are doing something that is so far beyond what we're doing, but what we're doing is easier to describe and it's easier to see and feel and touch. And so it can get a reaction sometimes that the large companies wouldn't get because people are just blissfully unaware that it's going on. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think as marketers, you know, we just sort of accept, like, I know I draw from this information as well. Like I put a Facebook pixel on every site that we work on. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Because I am trying to track activity and behavior and people now have the tools and it doesn't take a lot to educate themselves that if they don't want to be tracked in this manner, uh, you're welcome to go in incognito mode. You're welcome to go set, set up a VPN, you know, and pay $60 every three years and, you know, be a little bit more anonymous that way. Are any of these things perfect? No, of course not. If you want to be perfect, turn off your phone, right? It's a, you know, it is as simple as that. Yeah, but the fact of the matter is, you know, these little devices that we love to carry around are insanely useful in our daily lives. That's why we don't get rid of them, right? And I think that's really the overarching, you know, the overarching point here. They're useful as a result of invasive technology. Exactly. I personally have the view that the next generation, like we're not going to be talking about privacy 30 years from now. We're going to be old and not be able to think anymore. Our kids aren't going to care. It's just the world that they grew up in, right? Like it's so normal. It's just weird to us because it wasn't like that before, Mm -hmm. you know? But like this, this, the idea that we have of privacy right now is going to be, totally different. I agree with you a hundred percent. Let's switch gears for a minute. Now that we're able to gather this information, match up activity data with a viable email address, what are companies doing with this information once they're able to match that up? Because you still need to be cognizant of cold emails. You don't want to be responsible for sending out spam email marketing to people that didn't consent to receiving your email in the first place. How is this data then being used once they're able to improve and shape in their databases so that they have better information to work from? Well, I think that your headline or the tagline harness the dark, dark art of retention marketing um, sort of leads me to this topic. So I described to you what our technology does. 
Um, we sell mostly to large Shopify stores. There are other technologies out there that will sell to anybody. This is who we've chosen to sell to so we can be focused. Believe it or not, everyone thinks that emailing someone without an opt-in is illegal. It is not illegal in the U.S. It is something that you're legally allowed to do. You must have an opt-out link in that email that functions, but you're not required to have an opt-in link. So what are these large Shopify stores do that we work with is We'll resolve the email, we'll pass it to their email marketing app, and they will copy and paste their welcome series. They'll change the first subject line to thanks for stopping by the site instead of thanks for subscribing. Then if someone engages with that flow, they'll put them in the newsletter. If they don't, they unsubscribe them. This is literally, it's very straightforward. So they are fully in compliance, you know, and they are doing. It's only US too, by the way. It's not Europe. It's not Canada. It's only the US that this technology. So what happens if they do happen upon a Canadian or a European email address? Does that get scrubbed? Yes. Our IPs are ring fence. It'll only pick up the US traffic. Every email has a US postal address attached to it. There's several different checks to where. You know, we know that the brand is not getting any European or Canadian system. Interesting. Yeah. So after they do that, like what like what kind of returns do they see when they're matching up this data then? Right? So it's one thing for, you know, hey, a thank you for stopping by. What kind of increases in uh, traffic or in uh, or in purchases are they seeing once they've triangulated this data? So Dr. Squatch is a big brand that a lot of people have heard of before. They're getting on stage with me at Grow LA, this, sh- this trade show tomorrow, and they're going to share how they made $1.2 million in October off of emails we gave them, and they paid us $20,000. Amazing. That's a hell of a return. I, I'd say, I mean, it's incredible. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never heard of anything like that before. And it's such a reputable brand as well, right? It's like the darling of that, that ecosystem. So that is a just result. almost sounds like you're selling the technology for almost too cheap. No. So there's a couple things. One. Yes. I'm doing a land grab right now because we don't have any competitors. And two, they're on the larger side of the people we sell to. And it's kind of like one of these deals where the larger the amount going through the system is the more incremental we can drive. But like we don't really increase price in linearly with that if that makes sense so like a really big guy if they start making 20 times as much as our average customer we're only going to charge them two or three times as much it's just the nature of kind of where it shakes out the leverage between two parties and all that but a typical people get definitely 5x if they stick around for a couple of years definitely 10x ryan pamplin from blendjet has been a longtime customer Blend jets, this they sell a personal blender and they're huge in the Shopify ecosystem. It's a nine-figure revenue business per year. And half of his Black Friday revenue was from emails that we gave him over the last few years. It's incredible. Amazing. What can e-commerce marketers do today in order to help improve their rates if they don't have this sniper technology that we're talking about? How can they improve their capture, their email capture rate? Exactly. I think by now, this whole exit intent pop-up has propagated throughout e-commerce. It's like you put a form on your site that pops up after a certain amount of seconds or if someone's trying to leave or whatever. If you don't have a pop-up, put a pop-up on. That's step one. But I think most e-commerce brands do. Step two, I would say, you know, just 
can you give someone more incentive to give you an email address than you previously were? If you're being lazy and just doing a 15% coupon, like, can you do something more interesting than, you know, and then I would, that's a hell of a challenge. Yeah, I would AB test it. Uh, yeah. It's like, look, the incremental you're going to drive is from like three to like 3.2%. If you want to go from three to 30, you use our technology. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Amazing. So it's like, it's like, you know, a I lot of it. these store owners are in a position where it's kind of like, this is perfect because it's like such a light lift and it's such a massive increase versus the status quo. If you're, you know, running a lean operation, which most of these people are, you don't have people sitting around that can just run a thousand AB tests on literally everything. Like you got to be pretty big to do that. So yeah, that's my two cents. The zero to one is a pop-up form. Then it's optimization through AB test. Then there's another zero to one, which is just putting our technology on it. You know? Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Adam, where can people learn more about you and how can they reach out to you directly if they want to learn more? Sure. You can go to www.retention.com to learn about my company. I'm posting a lot on LinkedIn, Adam Robinson. If you type in Adam Robinson or retention, you'll find me. I have a podcast where I interview e-commerce founders. It's called 10 years in the making. And if you go to retention.com, uh, slash podcast. You can you can listen to me talk to these people about their journeys in marketing tactics. And I'm Retention Adam on Twitter. So doing all that. Amazing. Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun. I love nerding out on this stuff. And I really appreciate you breaking down these concepts for us. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready, all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening.